You're listening to Tall Americano with Rob Clark. There's this theory that I've been thinking about lately, and I'm not quite sure what to do with it yet. And I'm not quite sure how it applies to me personally. I'm not sure how it applies to what I do day to day, but I think there's something here. And so I want to share it with you. And the hope or the idea is that it sparks something in you. And uh, maybe it gives you an idea. Maybe it creates something in you. And, and, and maybe you can share that back with me as well. It's the long tail theory. I first heard about it. And I think the guy that actually coined it, Chris Anderson, uh, he has a book on this, which I've never actually read the book, but I've read the article that he wrote about it uh, in Wired Magazine. And he went on to do a TED Talk about it as well. Now, you maybe have not actually heard about the long tail theory, but you definitely know a lot of companies today that have been very successful because of it. And just picture this. Um, it, it's a graph. And so at the top of the graph, at the very beginning, on the far left-hand side of the graph, uh, it just shoots straight to the top. And then as the graph goes to the right, it slowly drops, or actually it doesn't slowly, but it, it rapidly drops down. But then it slowly, after it drops down, slowly goes on to almost forever. And that's what the long tail is. Uh, one of probably the best examples of the long tail theory, and, and this is probably what will kind of put it in your head, uh, I think it's the best example, is, is Amazon. Now, everyone knows about Amazon. Amazon sells everything, and they could have anything to your doorstep, uh, usually within a couple days if you live in Canada. If you're lucky enough to live in some major U.S. cities, you can have stuff delivered within a few hours to your doorstep. But Amazon, when they started, they started with just books. Now, the CEO of Amazon, the founder of Amazon, Jeff Bezos, uh, he, he thought this through. He knew that they were eventually going to get to everything, uh, but he had to start with something, and he started with books. Now, here's the thing. We all know that there's those bestsellers. Um, there's those few books that just break out, that destroy everything else. I mean, you think about like the Harry Potter series. I mean, when that came out, just absolutely huge. Uh, made the author J.K. Rowling a billionaire. Uh, you think about some others like Purpose Driven Life. I mean, there's some of these books that just break out and just go crazy. Now, every year, uh, you have a few books that aren't necessarily in that category, but do very well, that sell hundreds of thousands of copies or maybe even in the millions. But those are still pretty rare. Now, because of the invention of Kindle and digital books um, and self-publishing, all these different companies, now all of a sudden everyone can write a book. And in fact, chances are you know somebody that has written a book and has self-published a book or has put it on the Kindle. Um, in, in fact, I even put one on there just to see if I could, and I, I wouldn't go looking for it because it's, it's garbage. Uh, it's not worth reading, uh, and, and it's only like five pages long. But I, I just wanted to see if I could, and, and I could, and I had a book on Amazon within a couple of weeks. Now, so anybody can put a book out there. Now, what Jeff Bezos did and with his long tail theory was is that he knew that there's only going to be several books per year that are going to sell millions of copies. And he could be like everyone else, like he could be like a Barnes and Noble or a Chapters or an Indigo and you get shelf space and you put it on the shelf and everyone comes into your store and they see the book and they pick it up. 
But there's so many books that aren't going to sell millions or hundreds of thousands or even thousands of copies. There's, there's all these books that are going to sell maybe three, maybe five uh, copies per year. But what Jeff Bezos knew and how he took advantage of this long tail is that he knew if he could carry a million of these books, yeah, sure, they're only going to sell three or four or five copies per year, but if he can carry a million of them, and with it being digital, so much easier now, that effectively he's going to sell five million of those books, those books that almost no one buys, but because he was the distribution center, he's going to do very well. We see this with uh, Netflix as well. Uh, of course, we talked about Netflix and Blockbuster. Again, Blockbuster only has so much shelf space. I mean, they don't exist now. But w when they did, they only had so much shelf space that you could only have so many DVDs in your inventory. And even though Netflix started out with hard copies, w when they went digital, they realized that they can carry all these shows. And some people want to watch a show that no one else wants to watch. And that's okay because if they carry that and if only a handful of people watch that because of their user base, again, all of these shows add up and it brings in new subscribers. So they don't care about how many shows you watch. They just want you to subscribe. And the more shows that they have, the more content they have for you to consume, the more subscribers they're going to have. I mean, eBay did this as well. They created the platform. So that basically the world is now a giant garage sale. Alibaba out of China, same thing, dwarfs all these companies because obviously China has a billion people. And so as I think about all these companies that have taken advantage of this long tail theory, I start to think about like, how, how can that apply in my life? I mean, I'm not necessarily wanting to create this platform. I, I don't want to necessarily try to uh, create an eBay or, I mean, one, if, even if I could, how hard that is. And I'm not even sure if it's possible that I could, but, but to think about those type of things, like how can that apply to our everyday life? How could we do that? How could you do that? How could I do that? And not necessarily create the platform, but to leverage this idea of the long tail, I mean, what is it? I mean, if I were to, let's say, own a gym that, you know, a physical gym space that only had so much space, I mean, what would I do? What kind of exercises would I have? And how could I leverage the idea of the long tail? Could I even do that? Or if I'm in sales or if I work in a nonprofit or if I work in a church, I start thinking about these things. Like, how can we leverage this idea that people want choice? And if we can provide choice, if we can provide opportunity, then people take advantage of that. And so we don't necessarily want to think about how do we leverage this so we can make money. We don't want to necessarily think about how we can get rich off of this, but how do we provide value? And that's what, I mean, ultimately all these companies did. Jeff Bezos was thinking, how can I provide value to people that want to read these books that aren't going to be covered or carried at all these bookstores? In, in turn, it did make him a billionaire. But he thought about how to provide a service to people and, and went on to uh, effectively sell almost anything uh, that Walmart wouldn't carry because they had the ability to do that. And so what are you doing right now? What am I doing right now? And how can we provide this almost seemingly unlimited amount of opportunity, unlimited amount of choice to others? Now, it may not translate necessarily specifically to what you do. 
as I think about some of my friends and uh, whether they're coaches or whether they're insurance brokers, it, it, it almost seems like that's great for a company like eBay or, or Netflix, but it's not possible for me as I coach a high school basketball team. But I think there has to be something here. There has to be something here that, that we can see and that we can take and apply it some way, somehow. And so that's something I'm trying to reflect on as the world has gone to a place where we have unlimited possibility and unlimited choice and unlimited opportunities. And as we as individuals, like, we are drawn to those companies that we want to be a user of those products and of those services just because we enjoy them so much, then how do we flip that script? And how do we provide that for others in whatever we may do? Again, I'm not sure where this is going, but hopefully it sparks something in you and you start to think and you start to wrestle with this of how you can apply this long tail theory to what you do in your life. Thank you for listening. And if you haven't subscribed already, please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify. And it would mean so much to me if you left a rating or a comment. Reach out to me at any time at thisisrobclark at gmail.com.